Welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about getting to know your kids based on what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. up and welcome to just dad's reading books i'm here with my friend ej give me a j <laughs> j give me a d d give me an r, r. give me a b, b. what's that spell Jadurb. Jadurb. <laughs> welcome into this year this uh, year's episode of jadurb this we're only year. doing one a year <laughs> We're only doing one a year from now on, uh-huh. and uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm here with my friend Matt. Hello. Uh, what a weird episode we have. Uh, here's what happened. Uh, I went on a trip. We listened to last week's uh, book, did last week's thing, and said, we need something quick and easy to get through mm. for another episode. And I was at the library, and I did that thing uh, we've talked about before, just like, all right, time to find something, time to find the inspiration. And uh, after a little bit of Googling, I started to find out that my local library had a bunch of recent Caldecott winners, and we just decided to round it all out and found out we could do almost everything from basically 2013 to this year, last year, really. Uh, so th- I don't know what to call this. This is a super weird way to frame this. But the idea is, here's here's how I'll put it, okay? Mm-hmm. We've already done John Classen's This Is Not My Hat, the winner of the 2013 Caldecott. In 2014, we don't have the winner. I'm sorry. We're skipping that year, except we did we did read Mr. Waffles by David mm-hmm. Weissner, which was an honor. Uh, what won, right. won or, or earned a Caldecott honor that year. So we kind of like have a half 2014. We'll put that one in the list. There we'll you it go. In the list. It'll be on this list until Locomotive by Brian Floca can join the list. Then right. in 2015, uh, we were able to just read The Adventures of Beagle, The Unimaginary mm-hmm. Friend by Dan Santat. Uh, and then 2016, we've already done a Sophie Blackall episode where we talked about Finding mm-hmm. Winnie, the true story of the world's most famous bear. And then right. in 2017 is Radiant Child, the story of young artist Jean-Michel Basquiat. Uh, I, I had to look up how to do that right. I don't think I did that great of a job, but we're going to we're going to roll with that one. I've tried a couple times now. Uh-huh. Um, then in 2018, this is another year yeah. we're going to fully skip. Uh, actually, we have a quarter. We get a quarter point for 2018. Wolf in the Snow by Matthew Cordell won that year. Uh, we didn't read that. Uh, another no. book that is from that year called Grand Canyon. We didn't read, uh, but it's by Jason Shin, who's going to win later in the future. So we get like a we get a quarter we get credit. Like a, we get like an eighth of a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one eighth of one point for 2018. Yeah, then in 2019, yeah, yeah. Sophie Blackall's back with Hello Lighthouse. Then in 2020, yeah, that one. Uh, we've we've just read The Undefeated, which we'll talk about. Then in 2021, mm-hmm. we've got We Are Water Protectors, which uh, we just read. And actually, this is one I feel like I remember when you and I were at Powell's. I remember seeing yes. this one and being like, yep. we should grab that. We and we didn't quite. Yep. And now we're coming back around to it full circle. 
And then in 2022, the return of Jason Chin with Watercress. Uh, and that will end our decade that we're talking about today. 2023 doesn't count because I haven't, we didn't read Hot Dog by Doug uh, Salati. Uh-huh. So whatever. No. I don't know. So here's here's <laughs> a random decade in time's worth of mm-hmm. Caldecott winners minus right. a couple. Minus minus right. three quarters, uh, I guess. And we've is already now talked about at. some of those. Yes. So we'll put those on the back burner for a bit. Yeah. Uh, we'll get back to them in a, in a little while. But uh, let's just kind of let's just kind of go through. Them. Yeah. I mean, do we want to go chronologically, or do you just want to? Like- let's go chronologically. Because what I want to do too, within all of this, is uh-huh. I want to sort of get an idea of what we're talking about. Like what 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 does the Caldecott mean over mm. this decade? You know what I mean? Like so, with each one, let's mm. get into like what this metal really is doing. Right. You have to understand something about the Caldecott. This is an illustration. That's metal. right. We have to we have to be forward about that yeah you know the the content of the books is obviously good in a lot of cases mm-hmm. um but sometimes you know it's a lot of it is very non-fiction it's very uh or it has like a non-fiction feel to it right yeah it seems so it's like not it. really always about the content of the book like the book right. itself is j- most of the time you know okay it's yeah. the the illustrations in these books is what won the won the, these medals right. for these folks. So, right. And, and the um, idea there, the idea I read uh, recently, I read a picture book about mm-hmm. Randolph Caldecott for whom the medal is named after. And, right. you know, Caldecott is basically just like praised as being the first person to really make super popular children's books that children wanted mm-hmm. to read, basically. Like actually writing things for kids as opposed to just like a, at the time you know books were uh, i don't even have a good way to put it but just like they weren't as fun the illustrations in caldecott's books were very vibrant and and lended character to the stories and it, it felt like the illustrations were actually enhancing the story being told whereas before that you just sort of had illustrations that kind of went alongside books but caldecott became wildly popular for the artwork becoming kind of the star of the show, which is why then right. this artwork award is, is named after them. So in 2013, this is not my hat. We have this crazy John Klassen book uh, that's just like very kind of abstract, very it's humorous, kind of, not really about do anything. Like, do you feel like, you know, what's funny is I feel like that's the odd one out. Yeah. At this point, now that we've finished these. all this for sure. Yeah. It is interesting to me though, because it feels uh, again we're somewhat skipping 2014 but except for you have this is not my hat then you have mr waffles also not really about anything just sort of right a cool idea a cool notion and then in 2015 the one we just read adventures of beekle the unimaginary friend is just that is it's about this creature that lives in the imaginary world and they wait to become imaginary friends uh, and no no kids are choosing him. No one's summoning him into the earthly mm-hmm. world. So he goes on an adventure to join the world and find his kid. And uh, this one's really weird because he finds the kid and he's happy and the book ends. And that's just it. It's just like the simplest this little arc. I love this book. I love this book. This has big smash and crash. Energy. Yeah, it's true. It has so much smash and crash energy. I don't even know how to, how to even describe uh-huh. uh, it's great beagle is this uh cute little uh, ghostly looking uh kind of chubby looking i don't know like a like a stuffed animal yeah <laughs> yeah guy he's, yeah 
He's uh, an imaginary guy. He's got a little crown on his head. Uh, uh, notably, <laughs> notably visible butt crack. <laughs> yeah, which is funny. Which is very it's good. Really like good. it's like it's very. It, I don't know how to say this. Tasteful. Yeah, it's very yeah, yeah, tasteful. yeah. No, like, of, it's not of the books I read to my daughter, who's three. Uh, this is the mm-hmm. one she kept calling back for, and she would say, "I want to read Beakle," and then we would open it up, and she would go, "Ha! There's his butt." There it is. And that's you know what? I, that's about all the admonishment. That's all the praise you need for a for a that book like really this. Really is. I also I also like that it's called The Adventures of Beakle, the unimaginary mm-hmm. friend, which mm-hmm. is fun. He has to uh, unimaginary but, himself, basically. Yeah, he has to go find um, his human essentially yep. to be somebody's imaginary friend. It's a very sweet book. It it's, is. It's a simple plot. It's yep. just him traveling across the ocean. It's very beautiful. It like, is. At times, um, it's kind of funny. Again, it. This is where I'm like, how, <laughs> how did John Classen win in 2018? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that it's not. His great. doesn't his teach a lesson. His doesn't his do anything. His are but incredible. It's just, yeah. Right. Like really I love John. Like we're the biggest John Classen fans in the world. I want to preface by yep. saying yep. we are the biggest John Classen fans in the world. <laughs> it's not even close. But it's just so fun because it's like he writes this really fun. Yeah. Uh, and it like a is oh that's that's a an author illustrated one. It too, is. Isn't yeah. That's it? all John yeah, Classen. That's all him. So. Yeah, he writes this really goofy book about trying to find a hat, and it wins a Caldecott. Yeah. So, do you think he went into that going, oh, "I'm gonna win a Caldecott"? Man, there's no. T- I I don't even know what's in that guy's <laughs> head at this point. So, I because that was early in his career too. So, I feel like there's no yeah. way he could have. But you know, there's really right. there's really no he telling. Just like gets he yeah. just like gets notoriety. But yeah, Beagle's <laughs> a cute book. Um and. It's so funny because it's like Beagle's like kind of the line, right? Because yeah. what's in 2016? Is that the right. first Sophie Blackhall? Uh, 2016 is Sophie Blackhall finding Winnie, which is, yeah, and very much like this is about something. It's, of course, it's beautiful. Change. But this is, yeah, that's the first year where we get this like, you know what? It's important to have a historical perspective. And this is right. this is where I feel like we define something for like a number of years, basically. Maybe maybe Sophie Blackall hits the scene and just changes how the Caldecott wants to think about itself or whatever, you know? Um, right, I, yeah. I, I don't know what's going through their minds, more but seriously for sure. is what it feels like. There's a, there's a stark contrast between This Is Not My Hat, Mr. Waffles, The Adventures of Beakle, all, <laughs> all of these types of things. Oh, also right. 2015 nominated with Sam and Dave Dig a Hole by John Classen. I love uh, Sam and, and Mac Barnett, hole, right? So it's like... the you have this just like absurdist, uh, you know, right. kind of about nothing tilt. I will know. I was checking out the the Wikipedia and there's a quote from an interview. And uh, boy, hey, EJ, get ready to think about Beekle in a completely different way. Uh, okay. This book is a metaphor about the birth of my son. There's an initial anxiety of being a first time father, realizing Whoa. that there is this inevitable destiny of meeting this new person, but knowing you'll love them unconditionally without ever having met. Then the Whoa. imagination becomes a reality when you finally hold your child in your arms for the first time and that's when your imaginary friend gets his name Beakle. Holy goodness. That's deep. That's (laughs) so deep because it's such a sweet little book. It's such a sweet book. It's It's so so harmless. Why does it have to kill us like that? Why did it have to kill us? Why did it have to now like you know it's it's funny. I have have to see a therapist now Mm -hmm. uh, these days for my mental health Mm -hmm. and uh, that's going to come up in therapy this week. (laughs) 
going to talk about that to the doctor. Yeah, we have to. We're going to have to unpack some. <laughs> I'm going to bring that, him so. the imag- unimaginary friend Beagle. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're going to have to read Beagle before <laughs> we can have our session this week. So, that's but good. yeah. So 2016, you get Finding Winnie, which we talked about, and then 2017, you get Radiant Child, which is also just a, an autobiography of yeah. of uh, Jean Michel uh, Basquiat, which. This one's interesting because mm. this one, more than probably any other book on this list, I understand why it's winning an art award. Like oh, this, this yeah, thing this is a compilation of amazing pieces of art where this person is sort of riffing on the style, you know, uh, established makes by an the, in this. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Picasso's Guernica is yeah. just hanging out. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about that. That's yeah. in there. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like movies about making movies always win Oscars. This is one. Right. This is a this is a picture book about art about making pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, well, yeah, you get bonus yeah. points, I guess. Uh, but it is great. But it's also like, all right, it it's a history book about an artist. Uh, yep. I mean, it's it's a great important artist for for kids to start learning about. But this is the this and Finding Winnie are in that category of stuff I yeah, I start call count, library picture books. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Library picture books are where it's like this Education. is great. I have nothing wrong with this. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. It's not the picture book I want at my house. It's not a bedtime picture book. You don't read no, these books not. at bedtime really. You read Beekle at bedtime. Beekle is a great bedtime, a bedtime book. Yeah. Uh, this is not it my is hat. Is a good. Uh, either funny time or potentially bedtime but yeah these two are are the librarian reads this to you and you kind of learn something and you're in the environment set for learning right and it's appropriate in that context um but that's that's where it hits strangely for me where i feel like the you know the either the award is about meaning something or mm-hmm. again we're just leaning into the art the artistry of the thing are we picking yeah how are we choosing this is the story now important to yep. the art right? right because before it didn't feel that way right or at least there's this like really weird defining line and it's 2015 like it's a yeah pretty, yeah Hard line, because if you look ahead of that, I think every single story that's won since 2016 yeah. is basically like a biographical. A lot thing. more important, the quote unquote, right? Like, right, right. Yeah. They at least at least the winners. I mean, we've read we've read children's books in this ilk before. I mean, Born on the Water is a good example yep. of one that we've already read for this show. Where um, and it's going to be it's good. That's going to come up again when we talk about Undefeated. That's true. Um, but these books are important. Yeah. They are important. And I'm wondering if the the cultural importance of the book is starting to impede a little bit more on the illustrative aspect mm-hmm. of what they're looking at as right. well. Right. I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing at all. Yeah. Like I I have no no horse in the race, but I'm saying overall, like, are we trying to are people looking at the Caldecott now as a recommendation and right. the Caldecott recognizes that yeah. and therefore they are trying to find books that more suit. Got to uplift um, and, right. and yeah. 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 I, more I, and like I, nonfiction slant. Right. Them. I, I think that is what's happening and it's interesting. I don't think it's a problem and I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock them for that, but it is because they're still beautifully illustrated. Right. Like but given the where end, they, right? given where they started out, you know, where it's like, these were the books that were more approachable. Like Caldecott's books were the ones kids wanted to right. read, right? And that's the aspect of sometimes these awards where I get a little in my head about it. Stuff like the Newberry and everything else right. where it's like, 
Are these for kids though? Is Kira Kira for kids? Is that it does a <laughs> and by that it's like a kid can read it, but does a kid right. want to? Whereas no, like a, an English teacher in sixth grade wants exactly, a kid to read it. exactly, exactly. Which yes. you know you can have both, but you know when right. I look at something like this is not my hat. I'm like a kid wants to read that because it's funny. There's silly stuff happening. You can add stuff into that to do something with it. Beekle is is a perfectly fine example of that. Yeah. But I, I feel like we start to lose that. We can keep kind of going forward too. Uh, yeah, 2018 again, we, we skip 2019 is Hello Lighthouse. Same idea. We're, we're very much in this like five I year like period. No, I do too. But again, a kid doesn't crave yeah, reading yeah, Hello Lighthouse. It, it's a yeah, cool, Hello Lighthouse is, is like a nonfiction story yep. about a mom and dad who raise a kid yep. in a lighthouse. Exactly. It's like, come on, like, it's, you know, it's good and it is, again, it's absolutely stunning. Yeah. I mean, I right. think we talked about it in the Sophie Blackall episode. We talked about Hello Lighthouse being kind of a standout yeah, in terms kind of, of our favorite. Of, right, of how, of the illustrations especially. Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Hello Lighthouse, good book. Um, but yeah, it's not one that, you know, a kid might pick it up off the shelf, but I don't know what they're gleaning from yeah. it. Yeah. Well, so then, okay, we've had these few years of like the the awards seemingly starting to feel more about like, I want this to be about things, right? I, mm -hmm. I need this to be about people or about places. And then, of course, 2020 happens and 2020 yes. uh, is, a, is a big year <laughs> for the world. Uh, yeah. And especially for America, uh, there's there's it was a pretty busy summer, if you'll recall, uh, for mm -hmm. for a lot of things going on. And we and we we have the undefeated uh, as our winner for I mean, 2020, a clear -cut winner and a clear cut, -cut winner. winner. And um, undefeated is is really fascinating to me because as a statement of a book about <laughs> of a, of awards given to illustrations, the undefeated mm -hmm. is almost entirely just portrait work of yes famous african americans through the history yes. of america right but what mm -hmm. I, I i was actually like taken aback by this book because yeah. it will literally just be fully white canvas nothing on it and then just like mm -hmm. the picture of the one person they're talking about whoever it might yep. be on any given page and it's kind of amazing Striking. because it forces you to like take in the person right compare this yes. to radiant child right radiant child right. is about a person about someone who's important especially uh to like to to the new york scene and also to uh, uh african-american people uh but like that one is so much about so many other things within it the right. art is all over the place that you don't really get a sense of the person that they're writing That's about more biographical where this is more of a collective yeah right because like but most of what the undefeated is doing is it's talking about a collective right uh, of people and, and the struggle and the combined struggle of everybody and no matter what their uh struggle was yes. or who that who they became they were all important yep. to the structure of america as we have it today and it like beautifully makes you consider the person because that's the only art yes. on the page it's like yes. this is who we're talking you know right the, the, yes. this is we frederick douglas these people, this right. is a picture of frederick douglas that's right. all you get to look at look in his yeah. eyes look at his the the nature of his face like i i i really found myself captivated by that one even though it was also still like this just it was a nonfiction poem is what it is right or or i, right. I say nonfiction poem the book itself kind of comes across as a nonfiction book but the it's a 2019 poem that then they sort of adapted into 
this picture book. Uh, but I think this sets up the new standard going forward, which is like, not only do these books need to like kind of be about something, they need to be really conveying important meaning across to the reader. Uh, and, and I think the undefeated does that to such a high degree more than all the stuff that had come before it, where it's like, it's, you know, it's not really about any one particular thing again it's a poem actually but like mm -hmm. the amount of information you glean from reading it is uh pretty pretty aspiring yeah in the afterward too the author mentions that uh that they actually started writing this poem in 2008 right so i think that's also important to, to <laughs> recognize especially because there's 2020 was a culmination of a lot of things yeah right and so for this book to kind of come out um, you know, as a response and mm -hmm. also as, um, as a, as a, as a statement, right. Yeah. It's a, it's a response and a statement, um, all at once. And the fact that this poem is, is 12 years in the making, yep. um, I think really speaks to, it just speaks to kind of everything, like the times we're living in. I mean, yeah. it just, yeah. it just speaks so perfectly to that. Well, until like really you, so to, to what you said earlier, like now this award is really taking like onus, taking, taking yeah. into account the fact that the mm -hmm. award means something and that the award right. elevates something, right? It's an right. award for the best artwork, but like, let's be real. Just like the Oscars, there's lots of bests every year. There's not just a best. Right. We're going to have a fun, goofy bit here in a minute where we rank all of these with everything <laughs> in anything I've ever done in podcasts. Please rest assured the ranking is stupid and ranking it's, things is stupid and giving awards like this is, is yeah. not to actually say this is the de facto best thing, but it's like, what is the thing we want to put up on the pedestal? to encourage people to read as, as the people who organize this thing. And, and it's a more than worthy winner either way. Like it's, it's, it's great. And it feels like the shift into a new identity for the award, because in the next year we get, we are water protectors, which is a book about, uh, the Dakota access pipeline, like directly. It's just about yep. the people who yep. protested the pipeline. And it's, it's told beautifully. It's told abstractly from that. It's, mm -hmm. it's, metaphor, it is yep. a, a metaphor of the legend of this black snake is going to come and destroy mm -hmm. the land. The black snake being a massive oil pipeline oil and pipeline. through the middle <laughs> of our country. Uh, but yeah, it's, it is such an interesting uh, evolution of that concept of like, this year had some defining moments and we need a book that represents those defining moments. Again, do I think this is a book a kid is going to like want to read? I don't know. Not, not really, but also to, to throw it back in my own face. Like I had these books out and I had Beekle and we pulled this one out and we read them with Molly and the next two or three times she went down for either a nap or bed she wanted us to reread both of those books to her so there's a certain amount of i have to reckon with the fact that for anyone under like six you can read anything to them and they'll just right. be in like whatever right. that they just like the repetition of knowing the story and reading it and you read it over and over which is then why it becomes like obvious and pictures as well and it's important to have books where you hope something is making its way through right. getting implanted right onto them so right. stuff like the undefeated and we are water protectors that becomes that culmination of that idea of like well 
I don't know how much of this they're really taking in anyways. So might as well be reading that as opposed to just like, but it's important. this right. is my hat nonsense, right? This is, or right. this is not my hat. Like it, you, it, you start well, to look on. back, you start to look back on those other ones and you're like, why was that the thing we put on the pedestal? It's a cool thing, but, but does we it, love it, does it matter? We love it to death, but it's like, it's like when it pales in comparison to the messages that are being yeah. sent later on. Right? right. Right. And so now I'm like, so, so yeah, it turns into this, this kind of messaging thing that the Caldecott is doing, which mm -hmm. is, like I said, that's up to them. Yeah. I mean, but it makes a lot of sense too. Like uh, part of me wants to go read some of the honors that year. Now. Totally. Like we almost have to go back and read honors and yeah. like figure out like, you know, what else was up that year? Was yeah. it all kind of in the similar vein or was there like four more traditional right. pictures, picture books that were up and then we ended up, you know where we ended up yeah yeah um, i don't i don't know i mean lo looking just briefly through the list it's it feels like a lot more of this ilk it feels style. like this, this style yeah. is is definitely the predominant uh basically you know, taking preference. a a poem which is most of these poems are yeah. like very adult like right. these are not uh these are these are very heartfelt like adult they're not like silly like you know uh, mother goose poems yeah, no. or anything like right. that they're not silly at all they're they're these very heartfelt anything that you would find mm -hmm. uh in like a, a julia alvarez right. uh book or anything like that i mean right. even the stuff we read in there would pale in comparison to yeah, some of the for stuff sure. that we oh my god i would kill these, i these would kill for, for like, some julia alvarez picture books though <laughs> about like a 40 year old i've divorced my husband and shut up about it already and it's that then that's the book <laughs> that's the book it's for real for real like yeah and then some beautiful illustrations yeah. around it yeah just caldecott winner yeah on, on your shelf right there uh, uh well we get to round out with 2022 which was actually my favorite of all of these uh, was Watercress, illustrated by Jason Chin, written by Andrea Wang, uh, mm -hmm. and this one is the, the this one is a culmination of all those ideas in a way that I I think is amazing, uh, which is to say that this is like autobiographical fiction, sort of. Uh, it's it's not you know the story of a specific person, but it is Andrea Wang pulling from her memories, uh, and it's the story of this Asian American family in the farms of Ohio, uh, pulling off to the side of the road to pick watercress from the ditch. And the girl is super embarrassed because she, you know, she's 10. She doesn't want people from school to see her digging in the ditch for food. She goes home. She refuses to eat the watercress her parents have made her. And her mom then has to tell her about her family back in China and the uncle that died young and these memories that had been sort of repressed that now are coming to light to teach her yeah. something about the importance of every little decision. And it's just a book about tiny moments that mean everything. And obviously it's illustrated beautifully. The notes in the back talk, the artist gets to talk about like the very specific decisions that went into the style they chose to, mm -hmm. to, to use in it. And it's, it's yeah. very cool as someone who doesn't like deal with art or know how to talk about art. It's, it's nice when someone lays it out very simply for me, I'm sure there's things I yeah. could have just inferred on my own. But when the artist tells me I use this yellow this because is, this yeah. is about, you know, it, it, it shares this right. resemblance to these paintings and this blue is really important to this kind of thing. Uh, right. and, yeah, I just really loved it because it felt like both. It felt like a story that could be read with beautiful work a kid would want to see. And it has the deeper, 
that deepness to it that we've seen in the recent years. Yeah, what you're getting at is that this one strikes the best balance. Yeah. Which is instead of like um, kind of a difficult story to understand, mm-hmm. I feel like in some of these other books, yeah, this one strikes the balance of like a really easy to understand story um, for most ages, I yeah, would say. Yeah, definitely. Um, beautiful, beautiful artwork. I mean, mm-hmm. the depth that, that he's able to get in his artwork in this is mm-hmm. like truly was truly striking. Like yeah. this, this was one of the more striking books for me as well. And, uh, the story itself is so it's, it's heartbreaking. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, but it's, but it's empowering too. It's, yeah. it's both. Right. And this one gets recognized. I mean, this is the most decorated book we read also. Uh, yeah. it's also a Newberry honor. Right. Um, and it also won, uh, an AAPI award, mm-hmm. uh, as well, um, for, for the best book, uh, you know, best illustrated book by AAPI members. Yeah. Um, so just, just this one's incredible. I think, um, you know, when we go to rank these, I think you'll see this one pretty high up the list. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's just so, it's just good. And it, like, like I said, you know, wh- whereas the other books are also great in their own respect, this one, like I said, it just, it's, I feel like it will speak to, to younger children, mm-hmm. um, in a way that some of these other books may, miss the mark a little bit right um not not all of them not um, all of them but but, like, but you compare it to something like radiant child and radiant, radiant child is child the one is that's the one i really want yeah it stuck out to me as like what does a kid have any interest i mean if a right. kid is interested in art they'll be interested to learn about this artist but that one right. also is so vaguely told you sort of just like blitz through his life <laughs> in a way where like yeah. you don't actually learn that much about him you just sort of learn about his vibe and his aesthetic and, yeah, and a yeah. little bit of his story whereas watercress yeah. is like specifically about exactly this, this and it is moment. all conveyed this very moment. very briefly right. and and very well it's about one moment and every moment <laughs> at the same time it's why right? yeah exactly i mean that's what it feels like yeah, it's it like is. this is this is now every moment of my life has yeah. to be analyzed in this same right. like context. I feel like that's what the author is trying to say. Yeah. Is this was the first moment that I had to analyze via this heritage viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And now every moment from here on made more sense to me. Like yeah. I think she says at one point, I was ashamed of being ashamed of my family. Yes, that's a really good line. And it's just a really good line. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so... So good, good book, um, uh, you know, top to bottom and, yeah. uh, stellar illustration. I think, uh, this, this one really strikes the balance well and is, uh, closer to what I hope that the Caldecott metal kind of yeah. veers towards right. is this kind of this balance here where it's a definitely a nonfiction story told in kind of a fictitious setting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well let's, let's do a little bit of a, let's rank them now. We've got 10 years worth of books minus okay. minus one or two whatever shut up uh, uh but yeah I, i'm i'm interested i think you and i differ the most probably on beakle although now that i've read from the author what it means to him that book definitely feels yeah, different to me up, Uh-oh. Huh? <laughs> uh but yeah I'm, I'm wondering especially and some of these are like deeper in our memory right the sophie blackalls mm-hmm. and the john classen book are are further back but i don't know st- starting at the bottom what's the first thing that jumps out to you uh obviously all of these are great and we did like all of them so it's not like we're saying uh any of these books is bad but what what struck you as 
uh, kind of less important. Yeah, uh, this is where it gets tough, Matt. I uh-huh. think the it's hard to say what goes on bottom because these are all incredible books, yeah. right? It would be it would be I'd be I'm remiss to put something on bottom, but it does I feel like and maybe I'm so far removed from it, but I think it's Finding Winnie. I think so. Yeah, F- Finding Winnie comes to me. I remember really liking that book too, uh, too. specifically the story, and especially being like, oh, I had no idea any right. of this or whatever. Uh, right, but. Yeah, in terms of like any level of importance, and then also you even just compare it to Sophie's own other work on this list, and I don't think mm-hmm. it's as kind of jaw dropping illustrations as as right. Hello Lighthouse. So yeah, I I do think that one is is down there on the bottom for for second up from that. I honestly that this is where I feel like Radiant Child hits for me. I think the art okay. is super yeah. cool in Radiant Child, but I think it's such a busy book and it's such so Mm -hmm. about just it's just this biography of this artist i it's hard for me to reckon with that and like how does it connect with a kid and how you know where does it fall in terms of the meaning and again i think it's a beautiful book but you compare it to everything else and everything else like hits on this elevated level beyond that Right. Lots of frames of reference for this uh, illustrator as well. Not saying that's a bad thing, but just a lot of frames of reference for them to kind of glean from. Uh, Like I said, like all of Guernica is in this thing. Yeah. It makes me go like, okay, well, you know, this illustrator didn't, you know, they may have like copied Guernica, but like, come on, like, they didn't do Guernica. You know, yeah, yeah, it sure. wasn't in their mind's eye to do Right, Guernica, well, yeah, at the right? end of the day, they're doing cool you artwork, know? but they're doing cool artwork based explicitly based off of an artist's right. art. So Which is fine. It, like, it is a cool thing. It helps the story. It's yeah. very cool. It's just, uh, it, it definitely belongs there. And then after that, this is where this is not my hat has to go, I think. Yeah, it, as much as we love John Klassen, if anything, this is not my hat is not even anywhere close to my favorite Klassen, right? So it's like, You're right, it, yeah. it sets him out on the scene pretty well, but it's mm-hmm. it's a fine Klassen book, but it doesn't mean very much, and it it's it certainly pales in comparison to a lot of these others. It's got a funny punchline. All of his hat yeah. books have a very funny punchline at right. the end of them, and uh, I I I wish I I won't say I wish, but if the Caldecott Medal went in the this is not my hat direction for the last ten years, yeah, this is not my hat might be the best book of the last ten years <laughs> on right. this list, right? Right. You know that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. But instead, the Caldecott has taken a different turn, and um, there's no way I could put it above any of the other books that we read. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm feeling next would either be Undefeated or Beekle, but I know, like, mm. Beekle, I know you like a lot more than I do, and even Undefeated, like, as we talked about it, I felt, like, I felt better <laughs> about it, mm-hmm. but I, I know yeah. the other three are above those two for me, so I, I almost I think give Beekle's you... probably next. Yeah. I think, for me, I like Undefeated more. Yeah, after we talked about Undefeated, I felt way better about it. Yeah. Um, but, but it's definitely next. But Beekle, Beekle, like after we talked about like what it meant, yeah. Um, it definitely shot up the rankings because it was probably gonna be towards the bottom. Yeah. It's an interesting one. It ends it. so abruptly. The way I described mm-hmm. it too was sometimes you go to like a local bookstore or whatever and you see right. a picture book by a local artist and you're like, Wow, let me check that out. Right. And it's like independently published, and this is no knock on this stuff, but like I, I have one yeah. I can think of on, on our shelf where I'm like this is really striving for something, but like 
isn't quite there yet. You know, you're catching right. someone earlier in their career while they're still self-publishing. They don't have the support team to like build up something bigger. Right. And Beekle gave off those vibes to me. That's why I was surprised to see it be the winner. It gave off this like, yeah, I wanted to make a book about an imaginary friend who finds his right. kid. And it's like, okay, this feels like the the first pass on that, con you know, conceptually going for that. And, th and that I expect that this person will get better at these in the future or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it's actually, uh, if it is a, a freshman attempt, it's an incredible one. Yeah. And, you know, like I think it is the best sort of the thing that you're talking about yeah. where it's like a local artist publishes a book kind of thing. I think right. this is like the peak of something like that versus like, I'm not looking at it from that lens really, yeah. but, but overall I think it's, it's a, a solid fun book. I, I really enjoyed it. It definitely spoke to me as yeah. like the most fun of the ones we right. read this time around. Definitely. But uh, yeah, Beakle's good. Um, I mean, I'm, Undefeated, I'm, obviously we talked plenty about Undefeated. Right. But, I'm actually uh, surprising myself of like what's in the top here because now I'm questioning if Undefeated, like is Undefeated actually below We Are Water Protectors and Hello Lighthouse? And I, I mean, I don't even know. Now I'm getting really torn yeah. <laughs> between these top four basically. Yeah, the top four. <laughs> Four is tough. I think I think undefeated's right where it goes. I think next for me is probably we are water protectors. Yes, yeah, I think that's fair. I I think we are water protectors is cool illustrations, but almost uh more of what I would expect from a picture book uh, in terms yes. of like the illustrations yeah. and everything like that. And and yeah, I th I think it's so hyper focused on what it's about that it it can't it doesn't necessarily reach as broadly as kind of the, the a lot of the rest of these although i say all this and then right. i think next up is definitely hello lighthouse which it, if right. anything i'm i'm pretty surprised hello lighthouse hit as high as it did but yeah it just stands out in my memory as it's like good. a very very cool read and and i mean it's m almost more than anything else on this list it's not about anything <laughs> it's, i mean it is yeah. it's about lighthouse keepers and this old thing that used to exist but that's not as important as undefeated or watercrest or we are water protectors, but like it just has this feeling to it that I love. It has the same feeling that watercrest has, which we'll get to in a moment, which is that that it strikes that balance really, really well yeah. of a nonfiction story set in a fictional setting yeah. with beautiful illustrations. Right. Right. Like in the end, this is kind of a ranking too of like how much we like the illustrations yep. overall, right. which sort of because Undefeated would be much higher, I think. Sure, uh, actually, if it were if it were just based, based just on off illustrations of alone, yeah. because those portraits are incredible. Right. Um, but um, you know, when you take the whole amalgamation of everything, uh, Watercress just it's it's the most complete of the Caldecott winners. Yeah. And it is. proves itself because, like I said, it's the most decorated of, I think, everything else on mm -hmm. this list. Mm -hmm. And then Hello Lighthouse, I think, is kind of a spiritual predecessor to Watercrest in that same way, where it's this really touching, contained story about how, you know, people operate a lighthouse, essentially, sure. or yeah. how we used to operate lighthouses and how important it was to operate them. Um, but it's also... Um, the, the the design and and the way that everything is drawn in that book is just so uh, yeah. it really sticks out in my memory as one of the best uh, illustrated books that we we read. So. Yeah. 
Well, congratulations to Watercress for winning yeah, the absolutely. JDRB award for 2013 through 2022, whatever that means. Uh, you <laughs> did it. Your award you is it. in the mail. It takes four to six years uh, to, to, to arrive. So yeah. sorry. Sorry. We, uh, it we is do solid gold. <laughs> But we, we it, so. it is carried by carrier pigeon, and they're not very good at carrying gold, so gold. they have yeah, to walk might, it. <laughs> right, they do have to walk. So yeah, the carrier pigeons are dragging your award uh, <laughs> across the country or the world, whichever, whichever that that may be. So. Oh man! Well, this was fun. It felt good to get back into picture books. It feels like it's been a little bit since we really d- dived in, and and we've always approached it from like a single author or illustrator at a time. So it was fun to like actually bounce around and get a sense of like, I don't know, a more, a more <laughs> broad range of what's going on out there. Yeah. My eyes are really open to kind of what these metals kind of mean, right? Like yeah. I think that's part of what we're doing with the Newberry is trying to figure out what it means, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's really, it's really difficult. These people have a really difficult job. Yeah. And, I'll just say this, the Calicot, it can elevate any story that it wants to yeah. because illustration is is awesome and it can speak to so many different things. Mm-hmm. So the Calicot, I don't have as big of a problem going in this direction of like, yeah, maybe some of these stories aren't necessarily for kids, but they're a good introduction to these stories later on for yeah. these kids. Right. Uh, versus I do have a problem with the Newberry yeah. uh, that yeah. we'll have to get into one day, but it's but- I have a problem with the Newberry just being like, choosing books that are i think safe they're yeah. just really safe right right uh, whereas i love that the calicot's like these aren't really safe choices i don't mm-hmm. feel like yeah these are these are very these are very bold and they make they make you know large statements about the current events of the world mm-hmm. and everything like that and i don't mind that direction that the calicot wants to go in because they are being consistent about yeah. it versus the newberry i don't feel like is very consistent nor do i think they have their finger on the pulse of what children want to read <laughs> yeah so. that's the big that's well and that's what's so much harder right because if anything like right. we did in this episode we kind of give the caldecott a pass because it's like i don't know we're talking about picture books we're talking about some stuff that right. kids just sort of soak up no matter what you do whereas the newberry right. it's like i want my kid has to read this thing like it's not right. it's less going to be the two of us sitting down together with it you i mean you can do that but obviously it takes a lot of time (laughs) to read an entire actual chapter book to to your kid or whatever uh so these are things that are expected that the kid will take on themselves and that adds a huge layer of sort of like well okay they need to want to do that then so the book needs to be approachable (laughs) in in that way and and i think that has been the hard the hard task for uh newberry medal recipients uh, next week, though, none of that matters because ain't no Avatar book ever going to win a Newberry, even though it should. <laughs> it should. <laughs> FCE is the best author on this planet, and I won't, I won't take no for an answer. It's just the truth at this point. You all need to go out and read these stinking books. I'm so excited to talk about it next week. <laughs>